hey guys welcome and thanks for tuning in if you're new here welcome and if you're a returning listener yay welcome back so yeah i know it's been a minute this episode was actually meant to drop last week but i had mid exams and i had to prioritize of course so but yeah thank god i'm done now and yes as you can already tell from the title of the episode it's going to be a very interesting one as we discuss life as a law student the truths and the myths yes i said we because i'm not the only one that will be speaking here today it's not only my voice in the hearing today i have a few of my friends here and i'm super super excited so i'll let them introduce themselves who wants to go first shola <laughs> my name is shola and i'm a law student stephanie <laughs> what's your surname oh shola williams okay Mika, let's go next. Um, my name is Chukemeka and I'm, I am a very, very mysterious law student who doesn't know what they want to do after graduation. Mm. Interesting. And I have final person here. Hi guys, I'm Simiki Babe and I'm a law student too and I'm not as mysterious as a Mika. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you guys for joining me. For your information guys, we had a very, <laughs> we had a marathon week, literally, but you know, they still have me to join me here and I'm super appreciative. So, just to put this out there, yeah, I would have loved to record this with maybe one or two persons from a federal university. And I say this because I would have loved to have like a balance, you know, I feel like the experience would be slightly different from ours. Mm-hmm. I'm talking in terms of teaching methodology their learning environment, their exams, their grading system, all their strikes and saga and all of that. However, we move, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd have loved to have at least a person, but you know, we move. So, let me start by asking: Did you always want to study law? Like, was that never? <laughs> well, was it a personal? Was it a personal desire, or it was influenced, you know, by a lot of, you know? So, who wants to go first? Let me come to go first. Well, ready. Growing up. Uh, I, I always never, I never understood the, um, like, I never understood what it means to study law. I just thought like law was just about going into a space and arguing with somebody or persons or people. Okay. You get so, and my sister was always my role model mm. growing up. So whatever she was doing, like I was always doing, like she, she, she was the one that cultivated or like inculcated the reading habits in me because I read a lot. Mm, so so <laughs> she she went to she studied law in university and everything. So I was just watching her and everything. Like when she comes back with her books and everything you get so I just thought that I would like it and I was very very good at let me say arguments and sourcing information and all of that thing all of those things like that. But like as I have a very very funny story, like as to my admission into law, mm. like very very funny. So um, I got when I was coming to Park. First of all, apart from studying law in Park University, I never wanted to come to this school. You get so when I I, I did my post me there was one guy like a fair light skinned man on main campus, so he was interviewing people turn by turn how PCTMEs work. So when I entered, I already answered his questions and everything, showed him my jump results. So I think when he saw my jump results, he was like. Okay, this is a good. Uh-huh. So he, I now begged him that, sir, please, uh-huh. like whatever you can do, don't 
admit me into this school that I don't want to come to this school. <laughs> like I literally told him, I don't know, he's one fair guy like this. I told him I don't want to come to this school, that whatever you can do, just don't admit me into this school. He was like, why blah blah blah. I just said, please no. I got home after like two days, like I saw my admission letter. <laughs> so like I make sure I hid it from my parents from like two weeks. So they were now wondering that ah, Bangkok is very, very fast full and everything. That I might have given you a mission letter by now if you, if you actually got admitted. So they now brought me out of my room one particular day, told me to log into my email, and they now found my mission letter. So when I now came back to school that day, like the next day um, after I saw my admission letter. So when I now went to the registry, I was like, I still don't want to do this law, I'm not sure. I now went to the registry, like the chief registrar, to change my um what did you call it the school or the department what did mm-hmm. you call that thing mm-hmm. i changed it from law to iod <laughs> so my mom my mom is, she doesn't know anything about all this like, like she's old school and everything uh-huh. so the thing that was showing the department was showing political science and i was like hey, like are you sure this is this is um what you're meant to do you get then I went back home, my dad shouted, 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 you almost beat me, that what, what kind of nonsense is this? And I have to come back to school again for them to change it. So I would say it was half my personal decision and half um, ignorance. Not ignorance, but like I didn't really know what. Yeah, so that's I think I think for me, yeah, it was, it's been a thing from childhood. You know, I didn't understand the, you know, the nitty gritty of studying law, mm-hmm. but it was just, I want to be a lawyer when I grow up. I remember in primary school, we used to have the electric service where they would call you on stage and they would say what you want to be in future. So I remember boldly saying, oh, I want to be a lawyer and everything, right from my country. So my uncle was a lawyer. I, was, I saw people, I just loved the whole, um, should I call it paparazzi of law, but I did not know what, what it was like, really. So yeah, that was it for me. And I think, yeah, I like, I'll let Simi go. Simi, what do you think? Did you always want to study law? I mean, I did. I did at least in in, in secondary school. I know I, I wanted to study law. I used to read John Grisham books, and if you read the John Grisham book, you know how he describes the profession and everything. So it was something that actually interested me and all of that. And I think also there was a bit of laziness. I'm not going to lie, because when I was thinking about like career paths, because I was actually thinking about career paths as a SS3, and I was thinking. I don't want to go to any profession where I have to figure it out for myself, where I have to chart my course by myself. If I was a science student, I'd have been a doctor because all you have to do is go to school, apply yourself, be the best you can be, and once you graduate, become it. So for law, it was go to uni, be the best you can be, go to law school, be the best you can be, you will just get a job, you just be doing, you just, it would just be like straightforward. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought that it would be, or that lawyers don't have to figure out anything. The jobs mm-hmm. are waiting for them. Just mm-hmm. come out. <laughs> shock you. <laughs> just it come out. You. And as long as you're really good at what you do, it will just be straightforward. Sorry, that was babe. one thing really that definitely, <laughs> definitely brought me to. So, what about you? Did you always want to study law? For me, my story is not that interesting, but I. I think my papa is a retired judge, Ooh, so I always, I always used to, I always used to look at him and just admire law. Mm. I don't know why. I just always admire law. I think there's for no reason. There's something to admire. Honestly, for no reason. It wasn't like I saw something or I went with, with him to court or something. I just mm. always admired him. And then, you know, for me, it was kind of like an indirect influence. Mm. So I, 
all my life i've not seen myself studying anything yeah. but law mm. or being anything but a lawyer like i don't even see myself being anything but a lawyer honestly <laughs> so in addition one very funny thing but like very like important factor yeah. as to my decision was maths i yes, knew that like, i mean like so if, if i couldn't i like uh, my brain is so dead i don't know whether they call it the left or the right hemisphere like uh. my brain is so dead when it comes to calculations to be honest. Yeah, so i, wasn't, I wasn't knew that student, if, eh? if i wasn't studying eh. If I if I was in good at math, I could have been in science class. Mm-hmm. And if I was in science class, I was in art class. Yeah. And if I was in art class, come on. There was, was, yes, there was, there was like, a professor that was very low you could do from that. Like, law must come maybe econs if you want to tilt to math. Yeah, it was math. always law that if you're in art class, you'd be like, what are you doing? Okay, so let me ask the question. Now, You've got to get in our point ultimate here, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still want to be? I feel like at this point, if you want to practice more, if you want to be, okay, Shela wants to go first. Do you still want to be a lawyer? Yes, 100%. Hmm. Like you I said down. before, I don't see myself being anything but a lawyer, honestly. Hmm. I mean, to be saying me lord but you know there are other branches to law and mm-hmm. every time i read about other branches in law and the things i can actually do with this law it just gets me excited really mm-hmm. and it makes me want to be said it makes me want to go deeper so honestly i still want to be a lawyer i would always want to be a lawyer i know that one for sure Okay, let me ask you, you see me things i mean like 100 percent okay i want okay. to be a lawyer because i feel like even if I'm going to be disillusioned with law, I want to, I want it to be first hand. I want to experience it. I want to know what it's like. And I've always had this um, principle going for me that anywhere they say that is not working, there's a one percent that is working. For me. See, you can't. The system is the system. I mean, we should call out the system, yeah. but strive, fight cry mm. be in that one yeah. percent that it is working for because people will say oh practicing law in nigeria zero zero yeah. but there are some people who are enjoying their practice in nigeria mm-hmm. and who have used that as like a platform to do even bigger things on like the global stage so i think yeah. that mm. there's 100% still chances for everybody who wants to practice law if you're ready to put in the work mm. all right Emeka, do you still want to be a lawyer well for me, uh, it's... <laughs> be honest, if you don't want... I have a lot of friends that say, Oh, no, be me. Like, I have a yes, friend that no, says that. She's for going me, to open a, a restaurant when she's done. There are plenty. It's like a 50-50 thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah People who know me very well, they know that I'm a very, very multifaceted person. Mm, you get? So, um, I would say I want to study law because there are some things like changes or maybe reformation which i feel yeah, you, or say like, you, you, you say you want to be a lawyer you still want okay. to be a lawyer yeah sorry sorry yeah. so i still want to be a lawyer or i still want to be in the field of practice because i feel there are some things that i would like to change or include or bring or even though people might say oh this is very very hard to reform yeah. the legal system yeah. in nigeria because yeah. it's so deeply rooted and yeah. you get so things like you know, like just like the recent ban on cryptocurrency, like do you have no legislative framework that's guiding or regulating mm-hmm. cryptocurrency transactions in Nigeria? You get so those kind of things. Then the other parts, well, to be honest, here yeah, the 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 labor the labor markets or the set for job in Nigeria for lawyers is very very mm-hmm. tough. You have to be mm-hmm. at the one percent or the one percent. That when yeah. I'm talking about your your what they call it your degree. Yeah, but even if it is not still a condition, it's not still a prerequisite. It's not still um, it's not a guarantee, a guarantee yeah. that you're going to. You get because yeah. I know my sister, um, 
she graduated law school. She graduated first class, both here and law school. So she had other friends like that. So she got into Olanu Ajayi, and her other friend got into Anderson Tax. Okay. It's a tax consulting firm, yeah, yeah. and three of our other friends they didn't first class yeah. students. You get, wow. I don't know how, about now, but like at that point that year, they didn't get anything. You get, so it's that's why I feel, but I don't want this to be all my eggs in a basket. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. I might practice for the first few years, and or diversify. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think it. I'll agree with Emeka on that. Yeah. You know, for me, I still want to be a lawyer 100% like Shola, but I, I think I should put this out there that gone are the days where you have to be a doctor. Or a lawyer mm. or an engineer exactly. for financial ah. security. Like, exactly. trust me, mm. there are other things that this for someone that is maybe their friends are pressuring them to go and oh, more <laughs> follow your dream, dear. Mm. Because Darling. you know, if you hear and I was following this show on Twitter like weeks back, the lawyers were seeing stories, yeah, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. After five years in salaries. school, and then one year you're paying it's somebody fifteen thousand. So, so guys, yeah, just to say this. Gone are the days where you have to be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer to you know be financially stable or having white collar job. See those influencers, they are <laughs> I'm not saying be an influencer, but if you if you know that the um, the media is your thing, oh more go and study your mass computer future. Money. Yeah. So let me ask this question. There's this popular myth. I call it myth because it's a widely held belief and is it's false. Yes, I say that it's false. They say law students are proud. Me, I want to answer first. I don't think that they are proud. I mean, when you know what somebody else doesn't know, I feel like there's a certain level of confidence that you work with. I don't know. I don't know if I feel the same way. This is never going to go. Okay, sure. I, I totally agree because I know Wait, what do I you am. Think law, do you think law students are proud? I don't have a yes or no answer. <laughs> no, to be honest, because... I know the work that I'm doing. Mm. I know the work that I have to put in. Preach. <laughs> if you do, you know the work that you're putting in. You should not be complaining about somebody acting. It's confidence. It's mm. not pride. True. True. It is. If you know, you know. You know. If you don't know, that's when you start behaving anyhow. Once mm. you know, <laughs> you know. So I don't. When people say, "Oh, lawyers are proud. Oh, 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 lawyers are proud. Why shouldn't they be proud?" The question is why aren't you proud? Exactly. What are you doing? What's, what's, your, what's wrong in your own head? Yes, you, you should, should be, be proud doing something. Exactly. I, think the, I think it's the the saying that um, I think the the confidence comes with the knowledge. Mm. Like, That's what I said. You can't you can't have that well the last stream of knowledge as a law student or a lawyer and, and not hold your head up high exactly. wherever you find yourself. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel it doesn't even apply to law, like other professions like those guys in fintech and you see some people that when they come outside what they studied like the way they talk yeah. or their articulation of speech yes. and their everything you know that yes. okay hmm. yeah so that's just it so backing off what you said right i just read a thread um by sage on twitter and he was talking about how when you are confident right yeah. when you're sure of what you know yeah it, it's effortless for you to exude True. that confidence yes. and i just think that instead of like thinking all your sense apart i think that it's a lesson that you can take away. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you, if you're not sure how to be confident, just build the groundwork. Know your facts. Know what you're good at yeah, and be very good that, at it. Yeah, and once you're very good at it, you won't have to think twice about walking with your head up high all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you guys. All right. Let me ask a very interesting question. 
So this year you'll pay an ultimate year, yeah? The next one year you'll be graduating, right? Mm-hmm. Glory. <laughs> Glory. Glory. Um, what is our set name? Sorry. <laughs> because I heard these guys have a very Leave that out. I don't know. <laughs> leave that out it's of not, this not podcast. So what has been the highlight for you? I mean like, well, let's just say the perks or the advantages of being a law student so far. Like, has there been like... High moments that oh more, I'm proud I did this law thing. You know? Like, has there been that moment you'd be like, oh more, I'm grateful that I'm studying law? That was that highlight for you. What's that moment that made you feel like, I think this, I think maybe this is a good decision? Did you get? Well, um, I think about the high moments, yeah? Yeah, the high moments. Okay, for me, yeah, um, there's some places I have been. Okay, um, I was working in, in 2019, I think. I was working in one, um, Educational frame like this, a grand educational services, like where they prepare job students and everything. Okay. As 2018, sorry, for WIAC and everything. So when I submitted my application, sort of, and like I don't know, does this there was this certain um like I was just treated like a king. Yeah. Like <laughs> like it was it was just like I was just walking to the class. The age distinction between me and students, my students. It's not even that much, just like two, three, one year, you get. Mm-hmm. But the way they, they reverenced me, like it was so, you get. And also, as a law student, I have been opportunity to intend in some firms. Mm-hmm. And I intend in Bauwan, Igodalo, in 2019. And I was opportune to make like a lot of contacts mm-hmm. and networks and connection, you get. Because mm-hmm. I remember one time, before, like one time, one particular day, um, um, Atsui Igodalo, the Managing mm-hmm. partner himself, mm-hmm. like he called me to his office, like he just walked out, called me to his office, and told me that I should do something for him. That like he wanted to present at the national bar session, annual general, whatever they do. You get so I was so elated because mm-hmm. that guy is like yes. the chairman of yeah. um, Sterling yeah. Bank, boards of- like boards and everything. So, I was like, he gave me his number, he gave me his email address. I was like, Ooh. I didn't even do anything, I was oh, just wow. literally working on my desk. And you get yeah. so nice, yeah. Is it, is it just me that when someone says, Oh, how was your name? You say, My name is Ted. Oh, you're a student. Yeah, why are you studying? Lord, I'm a mad. Oh, yes. 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 Never goes away. Yes. Yes. You can't just say law and you'll be fine. They just want to know more. There will just yeah. be something. Yeah. Simi, what about you? What's been your life? For me, I wouldn't really even say like there was a high moment like. Very distinct. I mean, I, I think like moments like that will come obviously. But one thing that I really like about studying law and being a law student is that um, because we because we have to do a lot of research, hmm. being knowledgeable about a lot of things, it makes me feel very good about myself. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like I know a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. I know I I can talk. Sometimes my father, you know, he has them. Um, questions he has legal questions about some things and even if i can't give you like specific advice i can give you general guidance mm-hmm. i can let you know the general idea of yeah. or where your liabilities will lie what's up what you need to watch out for what you need to make sure that you're not doing i just feel like it's such a beautiful skill to have and also like it opens opportunities up for you because mm-hmm. um in 2019 too i had to work with someone that was writing a book and i just realized that like all of the skills i had picked up from the classroom mm-hmm reading, condensing information, making sure that my citations were correct. All of those things made me very valuable to that kind of project. So I think that all the transferable skills that you get as a law student there, top top. Shola, what about you? Well, the main (laughs) highlight for me was just a very cute moment. And when that moment happened, that was when I knew that 
being. This is your calling. Just continue. <laughs> Tell us so now. Share with us now. My grandpa, like I said before, he is a retired judge. So one day I was, he was just sitting in the parlor when we went to visit him and stuff. And then he just started saying something about love. And I was just, you know, nodding my head. I didn't say anything. I didn't act like, oh, I understand. So then he now said something, and then there was a Latin maxim he couldn't remember. He was struggling. <laughs> he was struggling to remember this Latin maxim. And I just said it. If you see the way he jumped up, that moment, in that moment, I was just like, wow. He jumped. He was so excited. He was like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, just, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, this is, this is, even if I'm not doing it for me, I'm doing it for this guy because he he loves the idea. He's I see that he's so proud of me every single time. So and that's one of the things that just keeps me going because I'm like, okay, my grandpa is getting older, and I know that during my court bow, we are going to take pictures by the grace of God. So that that's one of the things that just that was just like the highlight for me. And I'm just like, and then also sometimes my dad asked me, he asked me questions. People in my family, they just ask me things and I know it and I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. No shaking. I think I think mine is very similar to Simi's own. I feel like the skill and knowledge, in fact, the confidence basically, like I there are, there are times that I could not really speak to people. I was mm-hmm. only, in fact, I'm still shy, but yeah. now when I speak, I know what I am saying and there's yeah. just this confidence and confidence. That's it. <laughs> so I think the skills, yeah. I mean, handling projects, handling assignments, mm-hmm. all of these things have actually shaping the way I, you know. Yeah. So, this one's very, this question is very dense on my heart because it seems to pain me. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about our anachronistic curriculum, our very active, uh, our very, very own. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. we've been using this curriculum for the past 50 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, those people that are retiring now, the consular that they did, it's are doing the, the same consular. And I'm like, happening the world is evolving right things are happening there's fintech there's that new area space coming up why, why is the government or why is the national university I mean, legal why are they not trying to change this mm-hmm. curriculum why are they not trying to adjust it to match up with our um with things that are rising up every day i don't know if you guys feel mm-hmm. me yeah. mm-hmm. so what do you guys think about our because is that do you think they're really christiana wants to go for me hmm. first of all i have a problem with the courses that I've been doing since I was in my first year. The fact that I was only doing two law courses and like 20 other GDS courses, it was just frustrating for me because when I was coming into law, I had this idea that when I enter, we just start saying murder. We just start talking about rape. But then I came in and I was saying logic, legal reasoning. And then you go to 200 level, okay, you're doing Nigerian legal system, you should know a bit about the. But then I, as I grew older, I still see that there's technology law, yeah. there's shipping and, okay, we're doing shipping, there's um, space law, there's, what other law is there, there's sports law. I feel, I feel like, so, sorry to question, I feel like our school is even better, we're doing intellectual property. Yeah. In all, yeah. in all of faculties, they don't have anything. Yeah. IP is a, is a master's, it's a postgraduate mm-hmm. course. I feel like our school is even better to have, you know, she, you know brought it in like mm-hmm. compulsory. Mm-hmm. No, but even though like more need, like they need to do a lot. Yeah, it's a lot you know, um, I think um, speaking um, specifically, Bangkok University, they're actually trying it. Mm-hmm. That's what's about curriculum because mm-hmm. I was speaking to one of my friends from Unilab a couple of weeks or days ago, and she was like, I was mentioning the courses, yeah, um, 
um, she was complaining that oh like I reply late and everything I was like oh I'm very busy this week you get so she said okay what courses have you been doing something like that and I said that oh that um, I was not mentioning land law law of trust yeah. um, equity evidence and the rest I said ah those are 500 level courses in my school so yeah, basically yeah. things we've yeah. done in time yes. past they are yes. not even done it or they're they just doing it you get so i feel bad cool. like with, we have we have a step ahead you get so but we're speaking generally yes. uh, i feel the um the the fact that our legal system or nigerian jurisprudence in general ah, exactly. is exactly. retrogressed Sorry. it has a major impact on the education mm-hmm. because we can have a very very retrogressed or backward legal True. system and it's also teaching us you understand so it's whatever yeah. we, Whatever is um, practiced, in, practiced Honestly, that's what we thought. You get because what we are learning is what is still happening. Do you know that when I see cases, citing cases of 1950, like you see, in fact, in one sentence that five acts or laws or statutes have been repealed, you get, yeah. or cases mm-hmm. are no more. I think like what America said is very true because recently I've had to read judgments like from the beginning to the end because I got I just got very interested in seeing what it was like hmm. and I could see in judgments that I was reading that the problem is from the jurisprudence hmm. something that's a settled point of law in another case it will they will confuse it yeah. no, in another case it. they will confuse it and then for somebody to settle on that street Nobody would do it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. There was a point that we raised recently. Um, whether a in land law we're talking about something in, in documents when a an unregistered document is inadmissible yeah. and all of that. Okay. And up until what we learned in class was that it was inadmissible. Mm-hmm. But I was looking for a case, so I had to go and do some research, and I found out that that was the rule before we, unregistered documents are not admissible. But there was a Supreme Court decision mm. in Benjamin and Calio that said, oh. They may not be admissible, but it's not like we're not going to tender it into yeah, evidence at all. Mm-hmm. It won't prove title, mm-hmm. but we can tender it as evidence to prove some other fact or something. Mm-hmm. And then another case after Benjamin and Kalu, um, I've forgotten that one now, something I added to two, something like Abdullah and I to two. Uh-huh. In that case, they now ignored, absolutely ignored a full really? Supreme Court judgment that was sitting mm-hmm. on ground and just reinforced the old rule. And now everybody's saying, what's, this, what's, what's the standard now? Conflict, you know, what's the standard now? So we need to, it needs to come from everybody yeah. in the system. Lawyers yeah. that are practicing, judges that are hearing matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to contribute. Sorry, because you find, out that, you find out that those lawyers that are the ones deciding over these cases or bringing the, litigating over these cases yeah. are, are the same ones that are in turn professors or authors like sadly yeah. the rest so whatever is applicable in the actual practice what is what, what they, they teach so however yeah. retrogress they are is however is how retrogress the curriculum is going to be it's going to be yeah. so it's like it's like i would like to say like a law of diminishing return or something like that Honestly, it bothers me. I think so. I think selling is writing on that project about the curriculum. I'll be very mm. glad to read that project. I'm sorry, it, it needs to be spoken about. Yes. We need to talk more about it. Need Something needs to be done about it. Even the educational system in general. Like, uh, why do we have to embed a lot of on, sections in our head to go uh, to do Sometimes I'm talking to my friends in maybe. Maybe success or success or yeah. 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 And they'll be like, oh, they take flashcards, they take the exam. I'll be telling you, can take a whole statute book because you don't even yes. talk about the statute. Yes. It has never been about the statute. I was telling somebody that, oh, 
I would just tell, I would just write in my criminal litigation exam that okay, even if it's section thirty-seven, if it's section five, I can remember. I'm going to write because I know yes. Soji himself, Barista Soji. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Barista Soji himself does not know these sections to the letter. Yeah, you get. Yeah. Yeah. Because I even feel like students can deceive electoral. Yeah, of course. Uh-uh. Do you get? Uh-uh. It's very like it's very So imagine how. Imagine how ridiculous that thing is. Yes. The family law, I know how many. Like, I was rewriting my family law exam. Yes. And I was thinking of a particular case. And I just looked up. And I saw <laughs> I saw Manuel Ibuki, my a classmate of mine. And I just said Ibuki versus Ibuki. Wait, exactly. Like, you can't tell me that's not it. They are the same name. You can't tell me the case is non existent. Because how do you know all the. You can't. So no, no. it's just really funny and um, annoying. It's, it's and stressful. Yes, yeah. definitely. Stressful. All right. All right. So we'll be running off soon because we didn't really. Why do you want to say exit that to me? We've already. <laughs> it's getting really it's getting too much. I mean, lost to death. You can't lost to death. But what would you say, like, in just in a minute? What would you say as or in thirty seconds rather? What would you say as you lost? What are the challenges that you? or the struggles you've had? You know, you maybe with exams or with um, you know studying generally. What has been some of the struggles that you faced in the last four years, yeah. Who wants to go first? Well, um, first things first. I also think it's it's it goes back to what we are just what we just said yeah, about yeah. the curriculum, yeah. like the fact that um, one of the major problems for me it's not really been a problem, but like the fact that we have to write our exams, the the timetable is so modeled up. You get yeah. for a course or like courses like so delicate. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't expect someone to model up everything in their brain. Mm-hmm. You give space, just like we just had a recently completed piece of examination. How do you expect a student to write two core um, courses in a day? Yeah. You understand? So, but it's not really been a problem for me because yeah. I think for me, I I act best or under I, pressure. I under pressure. Some people are like that. So, Some people are like for me. I think my own is just the. It has to be the um, quantity of. You know what we have to take care of. I think yeah. I'm getting used to that. Before, I'm like, how do I read all of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come from secondary school, just read two pages, go and bust it in the exam, you go and write it down. But yeah, coming here, they'll be saying you have to cite cases, you have to. It took me until my 300 level, I did not really understand, mm-hmm. like, how, what they really wanted from me. Yeah. You know, it took me time to understand, like, okay, this is what they expect from you. So, I think that's as. But, but now, I think I'm good. I think I'm good now. No, that's so, Sydney, how about you? I think one major problem that I've had to face, and it really came out stronger in the past one year with coronavirus and everything, it was like motivation. Because for me, I'm mm. a team player, yeah. I'm a group study person. Mm. I really like to be in the same place with everybody, same. study together, discuss same. things, bounce ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. And having to study by myself in my house, write exams by myself, study, ask myself all the questions I would have asked everybody <laughs> yeah. else, it was really stressful yeah. and it really, it made me. I mean, I had to now learn to do it, but I didn't enjoy the process. I don't even need to learn. So, Shola, how about Shola, how about you? For me, <laughs> like I said, when I came in my hundred level first year, I've always been a lawyer baby. So, yeah. when I came in, it was excite, it was exciting. But then studying law for the past four years for me, one thing I've hated, and I'm saying hate, because I know hate is a strong word, but it's to pay me, is the pressure. Mm-hmm. that they put on this law of a thing. The pressure that our lecturers put, the pressure that people from outside put, like I know that law, you have to, you know, 
be serious about it because li people lives are yeah, kind yeah. of in your hands and life are lives are involved but the pressure they put on you know studying if you don't do this you have to do if you get a 74 you are not good enough you know and mm. for me i hate pressure so much i mean that's why i even wonder why i'm not in my course <laughs> but like i said i've always been a lawyer baby but it's just the pressure for me like when we are in we want to write an exam and then they're telling you if you don't read 20 chapters it has just been it has really been a struggle for me, honestly. But I have just been motivating myself. Sorry I have to add this, but like one major pain or point of pain for me is that I used to talk this is a very like a very very delicate point of view or sensitive thing, which I don't know if I'm meant to mention. But okay, I'll mention it anyways. But like I feel like <laughs> it's like it's really pain like it really pains me. Okay. Although I don't I would say it doesn't really apply to me, but like okay. I feel the educational system or maybe the one in Babcock University. Mm. is i don't know is prejudiced against the males or the mm. male students because like mm. since my hundred yeah preach, preach, like preach. i said it's a very delicate topic but like since my hundred yeah i feel like there's this notion that boys are not serious let me not even go too much okay a lecturer, a lecturer, which I won't mention his name, which I believe everybody in this room should know. He recently said, "Okay, there's a student in this class that got an A or something. I can't really, yeah, yeah." And he was like, "The person did not deserve it." Like, what kind of ridiculous statement is that? He was like, "Okay, because the person's previous transcripts or results have been shared, maybe the person has gotten getting D's or C's and everything." I'm like, "What kind of?" ridiculous yeah. or clogged mind you have to have to yeah. think that someone can okay what if i improve yeah you get yeah. so that and other occurrences or events have been like i'm not i'm not trying to go in a debate though yeah but <laughs> i just want to say something i get what you're saying very like loud and clear i can hear it but then i feel like some of the opinions that people hold some of the views that people hold and correct me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. is from experience Mm. It's from things that they've seen. Does it mean doesn't make it right? Doesn't make it the but we're all human beings. And I feel like if I'm a lecturer and I've been teaching for 16 years, and all my for out of the 16, 14 years I've met on serious boys. It's wait, wait, wait listen, okay. no, listen. I'm just trying to, you know, this is just my opinion now. Okay, and all I've met is on serious boys. I feel like it will be human, not right, but it will be human. For me to just not assume but for me to just Expect. always lower my expectations so if i now see a boy that is you know putting in the work he will be like a that's the thing sorry to sorry me, to you know? the boys that are now putting in the work i'm so sorry to you like mm -hmm. this okay. issue is actually very sensitive to me yeah the boys that are not putting in the work i'm not even nice. talking about myself because i wouldn't say i'm the most serious of persons um, you get yeah, so nice. the ones that are not putting in the work are not even exactly acknowledged or no, I get you, that's why I that's why I said that. I get what you're saying. That's why I said that. It doesn't mean it, it doesn't make it right. It is not right. But it's just let me just say it happens. Another very major point of pain. Sorry. Another very <laughs> I'm so sorry, Simi. Another okay. very, very major point of pain for me is the grading system. Like uh, I mean like I'm telling you, like in my three hundred, my two hundred level, um my CDP dropped. Yeah. Like and it pained me so much. So like for my 300 level, I just looked at myself and I'm like, I don't even, I'm not doing it again because I was very, very, yeah, like, 
I yeah, must, I must do it. You understand? But you just find out the grading system. Like I was just talking to some of my friends. Like, I was, I checked my results. Like I don't check my results immediately because I checked. Like I was like, this thing is not even adding up. <laughs> like what is missing? I did. Is it that the computer yeah. is not is making a mistake or something? Do you get? That's what we so talk. the grading system of Bangkok University is just. Hmm. If I start, I leave it to so, Let me. I want to. I want to say something about what Emeka said about the guy thing. I think it's important to say that the decline in guys, the decline in the number of guys that have been studying law has reduced. Mm-hmm. So if you go back and look at say since 2015, you have like maybe 60 percent boys and 40 percent girls in the mm-hmm. class. 2015, you see 50 50, then 26 and it comes down. You now see boys. Yeah. I feel like the boys that are coming to study law are decreasing by the year. So in our mm-hmm. class, we have. Well, like 80 to 20, or let's say even yeah. 90 to 10. Yeah. In terms of boys, you understand? So I feel like sometimes, sometimes it might be that maybe there's no motivation for the guys. Because yeah, sometimes, well. this is not lecture after this, sometimes it's actually very true. When you hear some stories, you just shake your head. But I feel mm-hmm. like there, there is no motivation for some, for most boys, there is no motivation for them most mm-hmm. times. What I will say about this whole gender issue, first of all, me, immediately you came up, I just wanted you to be hey. another episode by itself. Yes, okay. <laughs> I wanted us to come for it's a part two and do it we on its own. I, I would have loved it. But like, what I will say is that first, two points, two points. Point one, the, the experience is not universal. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're really talking because we're all in the same system, we're mm-hmm. all in the same class and all of that yeah because the experience that we have is not universal yeah if you look at like law school for example you see that there's a bit of a balance in terms of rising stars or in terms of people who are topping the class yeah there's representation for boys and there's representation for, for girls, girls. Yeah. there's so many serious boys and there's so many serious girls yeah. as well everybody you know they shine and they show that it's really not so i think that our our own experience might just yeah. be peculiar to yeah. our yeah. but also what i will say is that um all the things that happen in larger society also happen on a microcosmic level mm-hmm. in in this kind of situation that's and that's true. something that i will say because what the test said is true sometimes these things is like it's motivation sometimes it's so many other factors yeah. to it because i see in my own experience of what my own class experience is like that I'm, I'm just going to say that I see a lot more effort from a certain demographic yeah. and even in the boys there's a certain percentage of boys yeah. who show a lot of effort and yes. then there's a large percentage of them who don't Not show yes. and I just and I don't know why it, why that is the case do you understand? Yeah. and it, it, it just follows logically that yeah. if you don't put in the effort you it's going to be harder yeah. for people to believe the results that they see yeah. and you're going to have to prove yourself times two yeah, times three yeah. it, takes a lot of, it takes a lot of it and they won't stand out hmm. see the, the prejudice will build resentment yeah. will build and that's yeah. what i agree with shola saying that resentment is human is human i've had to tutor people in as part of law san not as a teacher per se mm. and i remember that virtually every tutorial i've had virtually every tutorial i've held i know only like maybe one or two boys show up to tutorials and tutorials are not class mm. so it's really not there's no obligation yeah. yeah one or two that come consistently my audience is almost always girls it's easy yeah. to say let's do it in the hostel or can i call you guys later in the yeah. night because there's everybody's girls and it's just like why are there no boys here so i think that if you're a male law student you need to you need to do better you mm-hmm. need to stand up and make sure that you're not misusing your opportunity yeah all right so one of this question yeah just 30 seconds, just tell us. 
they say and, 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 it's, and it's funny because this ideology is pushed by law students and even lawyers they say law is a scam well that is that i feel like that's related to some people however i want you to just tell us what would you say to someone who is considering come to study law either as a first degree or the second degree you, you know you hear law is a scam what would you say to such a person or someone who is wondering what the journey is like studying law i mean you have gotten to a very you know you're going to the certain level where you can speak confidently that okay this is what it is so yeah who wants to go first all right shola williams <laughs> <laughs> okay what would i say to somebody that wants to come and study law okay i would say that <laughs> you should know yourself Preach. find yourself <laughs> it is not too early if you are in secondary school and you're listening to this it is not too early to start trying to find yourself because you, if you don't know yourself, if you don't know, there's pressure in law school, law. There's pressure. So if you don't know yourself, if you don't know what you really want, you will come to law and you waste your time. I'm not an advocate. Sorry, I'm not an advocate of law is a scam. If you want to do it, please come to the gates of Bangkok. We are going to welcome you. Go to the gates of Unilag. Law, any college of law, affair. you know, we're ready to accommodate you. So law is beautiful for me. Alright, what's to go next? I think I will say that, um, yeah, just going off of what Shana Shana says, said. I think that you need to know why. Why yeah, do you need to study law? Mm-hmm. If possible, write it out. Mm-hmm. And then ask someone who's a lawyer or who's a law student mm-hmm. to look at your reason and give you their honest, honest opinion. Mm-hmm. And then if you do decide that your why is strong enough and your why will carry you through uni and law school and you're sure that you're, you will motivate yourself, then you need to be ready to put in the work. You need to be ready to be committed. You need to be ready to yeah. be the best at what you do. Research. Because like I said earlier, it's a matter of 1%. It's a matter of 1%. So don't think that you're going to come in and go with the flow, go with the tide. Everybody will be going as a crowd. We'll be going collectively. There's no collective race here. Not like there is anywhere, but there's no collective race here. So you need to be sure that you can do that. So in Mika... Okay. <clears throat> I think everything is about purpose. Mm. Like... You have to know what you want. Mm. So the question about um, if law is a scam, I feel it's peculiar to this country or this part of the world because mm. people feel like the work they put in throughout their university years yeah. is not what is is not. So, but I feel like generally, any profession you find yourself, mm-hmm. or any field of expertise you find yourself, uh, your 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 knowledge or your skills will speak for you. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. But then. I would say that I would say that it's just I think it's peculiar to this part of the world, this country, because mm-hmm. generally it's like everything in this country, nothing it's is not working. working. It's not a working like, system. You even if you 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 are at the top of your class, you got the first class and everything, it's you still the you they'll tell you that okay, you need connections and everything. Do you yeah. get but then I feel my advice to a wanna be or want to be <laughs> want to be <laughs> law students or prospective law students, yeah. if you're being a lawyer is that just be sure that that's what you want to do. Mm. Be sure it's your purpose. Be sure it's your calling. Mm-hmm. Be sure that you have the zeal, the zest, mm. the yeah. interest in it, and you you'll be the greatest you can ever be. All right. Yeah. Just to add to what they've all said, I'm round up from here. Um, Shola said something about knowing yourself, right? I know somebody who got to study here in law, 
after he, go, he got his study year, he went back to Mascom. Is it Mascom? Yeah, he went back to Mascom. Yeah. After he was reaching the peak of the degree. And that's to, that's to tell you how important it is for you to understand the why, know yourself, and you know, know why you really want to come and study law. Um, it was really fun discussing with you guys. I had. I know if I was learning, I could not. I didn't yeah, get. I was putting things out really. I had so much fun, and I hope you that is listening had, you know, learned something. You know, let one or two. Thanks for joining us on this ride, and you know, our banter. I hope you picked one or two things, and yeah, it's a wrap, guys. You guys want to say bye? You guys can tell them your IG handles or LinkedIn if you want to connect. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> You can hit me up. On <laughs> IG. You can hit me up on IG. Thank you. On LinkedIn, Williams Christiana. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my LinkedIn is and my Twitter is Similibe. Yeah, Similibe. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, no, but you know that I correct you. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't mind. Okay, right. uh, it depends on where this thing is going, Shabba. Like, my LinkedIn is in the car, but inside the car. That's hmm. it. Alright, thank you guys. It's a wrap. Remain in God and see you in the next episode. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review. And if you'd like us to have a conversation, connect with me on any of my social media platforms or send me an email in the description box below.